welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this world, I welcome you. So how are you doing, my warrior, my friend? I certainly hope this week finds you well. In this episode, I'd like to talk about Betty White and others who passed away in 2021 who were loved by millions all around the world. When tragedy happens to someone who's an entertainer, someone who we knew so well, we are struck by our own grief reactions. Sometimes we really aren't sure why we're so affected. After all, we didn't know them personally. We more than likely never even met them, but their work and personality have affected us deeply over many years, and we admired them, respected them, appreciated them for their good work and the entertainment they provided with such an authentic spirit. This connected us with them, and we are grateful. So when something happens to one of them, we hurt for them and for us. Some may think it's weird to feel sadness when people who brought joy into our lives become ill or die. But we feel that their contribution to society was much more than the average citizen, and often we want to express that pain with others who also understand the magnitude of the situation. If a musician or actor dies, Their work lives on through music and film that they produced and can be appreciated for many decades to come. If it was a sports figure, we can watch the reels of all their past events and appreciate their great work. When we hear songs, it brings us back to a memorable time in our life when we had a more carefree time. And the lyrics may have made a profound impact on our lives at the time. We may have even given an artist credit for helping us through a particularly difficult and dark period in our life. And hearing those songs again, bring not only that time back into our lives, but all that went with it. When someone famous is struggling with an illness, we want to reach out and encourage and send prayers for them during such an incredibly difficult challenge in their life and that of their family. Most of us have seen 
family members, perhaps even ourselves, go through the rigors of treatment, surgery, and other procedures and know how difficult that can be for themselves and their supporting family members. It may be that one of our loved ones who has passed away was a great fan of that celebrity who is now struggling with illness or has died. Thoughts of how often they enjoyed the work and entertainment of that celebrity will bring back feelings of melancholy. You will think about them more now than perhaps you did a few weeks ago when that person was not in the news. That's the funny thing about grief. It creeps back when you least expect it. Not to the extent it did in the beginning when they first died, but enough that you ponder about their death and also how much they loved that celebrity. At this point, it might even bring a small smile to your face. The pain is less severe. It's more about their lovely memory. We also connect with how the celebrity died or was killed. If our loved one struggled with cancer or died in a drug overdose, maybe suicide, even homicide, we will be much more impacted right now. And this is perfectly natural. It brings up your grief again, and this can be several years later. It might hurt you or cause great sadness, but know that you don't have to go back to day one. You can recover more easily from this sidestep. Just keep things in perspective. Also, we now have a stronger sense of empathy for others. We look at life a little differently. If we have never gone through such a struggle or tragedy, we get to look at this process through the lens of someone else's life. We get to see how difficult life can be, and in a sense, we have a better understanding and appreciation for our life and how good it truly is right now. The sad truth is no one gets out of this life unscathed. We all have turmoil at some time. It might not be illness, but it might be addiction or the death of someone very close to you. It might also be the sudden and tragic death by something like a car crash or other sudden death. I'll never forget the sudden violent death of Princess Diana of Britain on Labor Day weekend in 1999, which shattered the lives of her two young sons Prince William and Prince Harry, or the terrorist attack on the World Trade Center's Twin Towers in New York City on Tuesday, September 11, 2001, crushing our sense of security. They made us realize life is short, life is fragile, and how we treat each other is everything. We now live in a social media world where we are given the ability to tap on a few keys and express how horrible we feel after someone in the spotlight is ill or has died. We get to tell that person how much they meant to us 
what an impact they were making on our lives or had made on us. We get to send our love to them and encourage them or their survivors during such a difficult and painful period in their life. We let them know they are not alone, and in doing so, we confirm for ourselves that we are not alone either. We are collectively loving each other when we do this. We collectively help one another to not feel we are the only ones feeling this grief. We are collectively soothing ourselves at the prospect of losing such a valuable member of our society who contributed so much. Perhaps much more than we ourselves contributed. It helps us realize, if we hadn't considered it before, that life is not finite. At some point, it comes to an end, and many of us, until our idol or hero is ill or dies, don't take the time to reflect on our own existence, our own life, and be appreciative for it. No, we might not be famous in anyone's eyes a famous baseball player, a great actress, maybe a phenomenal musician. But we are famous to our spouse, children, or parents. And we sometimes live vicariously through our heroes, and that's okay. Just as long as we always remember to make the very most of each day. So now let's look at the individuals who passed away in 2021 that affected me. Now your list might be completely different, but I'd like to share these individuals with you. On January 23rd, 2021, we lost the incomparable Larry King. Now Larry King was an individual who interviewed thousands, probably tens of thousands of individuals, during his long and illustrious career. He had his own show on CNN each night, and he interviewed politicians and celebrities and all kinds of individuals, and he was a phenomenal success. I loved watching him each night and was so intrigued with the questions that he asked. On February 5th, we lost the longtime actor, Christopher Plummer. He also had an amazing career. He was in so many movies, but the one that stood out for me was when he played Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music with Julie Andrews. That movie is etched in my mind forever. I saw it when I was a child in the movie theater, and it always held a special place for me. Being able to sing all the words along with the movie when it would come out each year on television was such a thrill for me. I still have that album in vinyl. It's amazing. On February 17, 2021, we lost the icon of radio, Rush Limbaugh. Rush had been on the radio for over 30 years and he would provide each day 
for three hours a day, five days a week, 15 hours a week on radio. Amazing, really amazing. He would let us know his opinions on the political landscape here in the United States and also abroad. He has been missed by over 20 million people who listen to him each weekday. It's not been the same since he passed on. As many of you know, I did two episodes, first when Alex Trebek and Rush Limbaugh were diagnosed with inoperable cancers, and also when Kobe Bryant died. But then I did a second episode earlier this year when Alex and Rush had passed away. I will leave a link in the show notes for both those episodes. The other individual who I also did an episode on was His Royal Highness Prince Philip of Great Britain, the husband of Queen Elizabeth II. He was the longest-running consort to a monarch in British history. Over 73 years, 73 years, he performed his duties beautifully, and we miss him. What was so sad, just like with Betty White, he died on April 9th, which happens to be my birthday, this past year, in 2021, only two months shy of his 100th birthday. It was just so sad. I felt so badly for the queen to have gone through life with someone by her side for all that time. And here he loses his life in just a few months before his 100th birthday. On May 1st, we also lost an actress known as Olympia Dukakis. Now, the two movies that I find the most appealing were when she was in Steel Magnolias and also Moonstruck. I will never forget how she was yelling at Cher, who played her daughter in Moonstruck, that she had come home with a hickey on her neck. And she said, your life's going down the toilet. <laughs> it was an amazing time. And in Steel Magnolias, she played a great friend to Sally Field. It's not only a heartwarming, but also a very sad movie as well. And the other person I wanted to mention was Clarence Williams III. He used to be in a show called The Mod Squad. And I used to watch that as a child and really enjoy it. So we are missing him as well. On December 31st, 2021, the last day of the year, we lost an icon in Betty White. So many people knew that she was 99 and were cheering on for her to reach her 100th birthday on January 17th. 2022, which technically will be the day after this podcast comes out. They made an amazing documentary about her life, thinking that she would be here to watch it with everyone. But now we will watch it without her, but it will still be an amazing evening because they are putting it into movie theaters, at least in the United States 
to see on the evening of her birthday tomorrow. I will leave you the link to find where it might be showing in your area. So in 1922, Betty White was born to parents in Oak Park, Illinois, and a year later, they moved to California. This was the Depression era, and life was hard. And she went to school in California, in the Hollywood area, and she also started her career in 1949, after the war. She became a daytime talk show host called Hollywood on TV. And it was five and a half hours of live TV, six days a week. That must have been grueling. In 1952, she began a show called Life with Elizabeth. It was her own show, and she became one of the first women producers in the business. She also loved appearing on game shows, and that is where she met her husband, Alan Ludden. In 1963, they were married, and they were together until his death at the age of 63 in 1981, and she never remarried because she said she had had the best. She went on to earn 21 Emmy nominations and five Emmy wins, two for her portrayal of Sue Ann Nemons in The Mary Tyler Moore Show. She also portrayed Rose Glynan in the Golden Girls series, which was very popular in the 1980s. She was also a big animal lover and advocate. And even at 88, she performed in Saturday Night Live and won her fifth Emmy. In 2010, she took on another role in the TV show Hot in Cleveland. The Guinness World Book of Records has her in their journals as the entertainer with the longest TV career of all time, eight decades. This is simply amazing, so I hope that you will take the time to find her new documentary. It's called Betty White, A Celebration through all her almost 100 years. We thank Betty and all the other individuals who passed away in 2021 for their contributions to film, radio, sports, music, and other entertainment. We thank you for listening to this wonderful compilation, especially about Betty White's life. Bless her and everyone who loved her. So now it's time to get up and dance, dance, dance. And I know you might think it's silly, but I want you to change your state and feel really good.
Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you will continue to write the five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast wherever you've listened to me and share it with a friend who needs this knowledge. And remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll talk to you again soon.